Have you ever heard there's no shortcuts in life or you can't cheat in life? Honestly, that's a bunch of BS. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Freedom Fighters Podcast. Super excited to be chatting with you today. Now, I probably said something that was maybe morally irrehensible to some people um, because I... You, there's no shortcuts in life or you can't cheat in life, right? And uh, that's one of those platitudes we hear from a very, very young age. Um, there's no shortcuts in life. You can't cheat. Um, I, I'm here to, as I'm, I'm living as evidence that there are definitely shortcuts or cheat codes. Now, I will like preface all of this by saying you should never lie, cheat, steal, like be immoral. I'm not talking about being immoral. Okay. You should always be honest, always be transparent, be courageous. Like those moral values that make you a good person, like those should never leave. But there are shortcuts. There are cheat codes that can get you from point A to point B very quickly by, but still being ethical, right? Still being, bringing value to people's lives not lying or cheating or being manipulative, all that stuff. So how can you be ethical? Like what is an ethical shortcut? What is an ethical cheat code? And why can you, you, how can you use those to get in a head, get ahead life way quicker? So the first time I realized this was when I was in school. So now for really good students out there, if you were like, aced all your classes and school is super easy. You're going to get this. If you didn't, you need to listen up because there's, you're missing something. You're missing a shortcut shortcut. You're missing, missing the cheat codes. So I'm going to give you the cheat codes. It's a video game called life. So in school, at least in America, especially public education, being a A plus or even a B student has nothing to do with being smart, being creative or hardworking zero, like not, well, I shouldn't say zero, but next to nothing. Like I literally slept through high school and I know that sounds like really conceited, but I like, I, <laughs> I think that's why my nose is so messed up. Cause I would just put my head on the desk and sleep for at least an hour every day. Um, and my teachers never got mad at me <laughs> and looking back, they probably thought, wow, this kid must be really bored because he's really smart. But I actually am not that smart. If you look at my standardized test course, um, in some ways I am in other ways, like math, science, like I'm a total, like, I'm, I'm not, I don't know a lot there. I'm not naturally gifted in that way. Some people are, and I'm, I'm more than happy for them. But uh, it's because I knew the cheat code and smart students know the cheat code. And that's why they, that school's so easy. And in life, it's actually the same way. Those, those same cheat codes that apply to school apply to work as well. And again, so let's talk about these cheat codes. Um, hopefully you're, you're interested. So at, in school, I would use these cheat codes and it wasn't bribing the teacher and it wasn't like, you know, being buddy, buddy, the principal, it was simple. This was the cheat code. Okay. For school. If you're a student, listen up in every like higher learning, I think from high school up, they probably middle school up, elementary school, not really but high school up. 
middle school up, every class gives you this thing called the syllabus. And the syllabus is literally the cheat code. Was a teacher at the first part of the year, they have to give you, they have to, well, they have to submit a curriculum to their, their administration. And that, that first part of that curriculum is called the syllabus. And literally it is this. This is the objective of the class. This is what we're going to learn. And this is how we're going to learn it. And there's these things, this is, there's this game. And the game is this. Here are the point values for the different activities that are getting, that are getting for this game, right? So this report is worth 10 points. This quiz is worth 15. Depending on the, your point value, you get a grade A through F. Okay, but we skip D uh, or skip E for some reason. Uh, anyway, but that is the game. A syllabus school is a game and a game has rules. And if you follow those rules, regardless of what everybody else tells you, you get the points and that's the score you get. A, B, C, D, F. It's pass fail. Very, very simple. So literally you can go into a class, read the syllabus, do exactly what the syllabus says based on the point value you want to receive. And then you get the grade. Like it, it is that simple. Now, if you get into like graduate school or thing, other things like that, that, that like structure starts to kind of waver, but kids that are not necessarily smart, not necessarily hardworking, not necessarily creative or whatever these other like good attributes we try to associate with smart, with good straight A students, valedictorians. If you just figure out how to do the cheat code, it works. And there, there's like, there's other cheat codes in school that are like, more advanced than that. And if I go down that rabbit hole, this will be a really boring podcast, but like that's all school is, is just using those cheat codes to please the teacher. Once they're happy, like you can use your free time however you want. And it's really fun. Like it's a really fun system to cheat. Um, life is the exact same way. There are cheat codes. There are shortcuts that if you learn your life is so much easier. So cheat code number one is this in work, doing what you're told. Now, I know that can sound really, really like compliant, like compliance heavy, but it's, it's very simple is you go to a job and like business owners should definitely have a syllabus. It would make their jobs so much easier. Um, but they have something similar called standard operating procedures right? And they, you're new, like some, again, some employers are better than than others. Um, but you start on a job and they literally like most jobs in America will tell you what you're supposed to do right now. Once you get out again, just like graduate school, graduate school, those like rules kind of go out the door. Cause now you're trying to create and grow something yourself. Once you get into upper level management, that's when those like rules start to go out the window and you have to create the rules. But especially for entry-level employees or entry-level what it sells people or entry-level whatever, like the reason you're in that job is because to some extent it's been automated and there's certain like rules of the game. If you follow, you get certain point values and those point values assign you something called a salary or an income. It's crazy. You know, if you want an A plus income, follow the A plus rules. You want a B plus income, follow the B plus rules. You want a D income, follow the D rules. Okay, so here are the here are the rules for most employers. These this is the basic, like if you want to pass the class, right? 
here's how you get a C for most places in America, right? Because we have these things called labor laws and labor laws dictate like the bottom floor of what's like acceptable for employers and employees. So show up to work on time, leave work on time, get the tasks required of you, the standard operating procedures and make the work environment around you more positive. If like you just do that, that basic thing, like you will have a job and you will be relatively happy in that job. You'll have like job security forever, ever, 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 ever. Now, again, sometimes there are recessions. Sometimes companies go out of business. That is the natural disasters happen, whatever. There's things out of our control, right? But not pending those things out of our control. If you just do those basic things, show up to work on time, leave work on time, do the tasks required of you that day and make the work environment around you better, like in positive, like good attitude, you will keep your job. And, and not, well, obviously don't be dishonest. Don't lie, cheat, steal, embezzle, all that stuff. Don't do that. You'll have a job. And it, it's just so funny. Like the kids in school figure out, hey, if I show up to class, I do the work required of me, just the bare minimum, and I make the environment around me better, I get A's or B's if I'm a little bit lazy. If I do that same thing in work, I have a job. But it's like, it, it just shocks me. It like literally shocks me how many people like just don't do that. And they're D's and like F's and they flunk out of work and they get fired. And they wonder like, why did I get fired? And they try to like blame others. But you just do that. And then you're successful in, in terms of like that, that method. Now, like that, that's literally a cheat code. It's a cheat code for life. Now, how do you take that to the next level is the question, right? Like, all right, so that, that sounds pretty basic, Cody. And if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you're not a basic person. You're probably a little more high-performing person because you're actually listening to a freaking podcast. What's the cheat code for the next level? Well, guess what? They, they've, been, they've known it for decades, for hundreds of years. There's this guy called Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. What he did was he said, what are the cheat codes? For what's the shortcuts for rich people? How do they get rich? And he wrote this book, Think and Grow Rich. And if you if you read that book, there's principles in there that the the wealthy people use, like like better off people use to be successful. And there's patterns; they follow the exact same thing, right? Or for like articles nowadays, they 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 do research with all these millionaires. Say what what's this consistent thing millionaires do? And if you just do those things. You're on that track. Again, there's, there's circumstances and things outside people's control that can disrupt that pattern, right? But so here's a couple cheat codes if you want to be in the top 5% in America, okay? They're very, very easy. Wake up early every day and fill yourself with good content. First thing you do out of the morning, like get up out of the morning, like, or, like before the sun gets up. If you get up before the sun gets up and you read one or two good books for 30, 40 minutes, you will have set the tone for your day to be way better. And if you look at any study of successful people, 99% of them, not all of them, but 99% of them wake up on a consistent basis in the morning, really early, and study something that is very meaningful and deep, okay? And and classic. Not Not just like they don't get up and read... Uh, tantalizing like teenage 
fiction novel, right? They bring, they read something that brings value to their life and it's tested and proven over years and years and years. Super simple thing. Anybody can do it. It will drastically increase your market value as a professional. If you just do that, okay? So simple, all right? Number two, which is, which is tied to that, is just hang around people that are successful. Hang around other people that know those, those keys to success. And what happens is you'll learn those from those people, right? So many of us, so many, oh, it's so frustrating. Like, I, I'm not successful, but I don't want to leave my ex situation, right? I don't want to, like, I don't want to make my family feel like they're less. I don't want to, you know, I love my friends and they're so good to me. They're dragging you down. Now, I'm not saying, like, cut off all relationships, be a total, like, dick, but, like, if you want to, take it to the next level, professionally, mentally, emotionally, physically, like whatever, you have to be around those people that are at the next level. You, and you have, that means, that means you have to limit your time with people that aren't. And that can be hard. I, I can get that. That can be hard. But if you just do that, you will notice that you will get better, like way better. And all of a sudden, those relationships you thought were important. Now for some still are family still is important, you know? Um, but a lot of those friendships you thought were important weren't, they, they might've been good, but you get to people that are like really invested in helping themselves succeed at the highest level. That is a, that can be a very meaningful relationship because then you're building and growing each other, not just spending time, wasting time. Right. So those are, that's, I'm, I'm getting a rant on a rant too long here, but the, the point of this is saying, guys, like we make life so much harder for ourselves than it has to be. Like I, I am guilty of that in so many ways because I think I have, I think I have to figure out life, but I don't. There are billions of people that have figured out life better than me. And if I just follow their advice, the ones that are successful, right? And that's the hard, that's the hard part is figuring out like which ones you should follow. Cause there's a lot of voices out there, but the people that actually have the fruits, right? By your, by their fruits, you shall know them that they actually have good fruit in their life. Follow the people with the good fruit and guess what? You'll eat it too. <laughs>